Good morning. Praise God. Yeah. It's good to be here. And uh, I thank God for that opportunity uh, that he has granted me to be the one standing here instead of Pastor G. Here. So I'm still nervous. That's why. Yeah, but I was just, you know, I was told when I take the microphone at least, talk some little bit so that they can uh, tune my voice to the speakers. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not nervous because God has been well and uh, he has shown me the way. I'm saved. I'm called Isaac. Uh, and I love God for he has been good to me. Uh, we've all been, uh, since the start of the year, I think everyone has encountered God in a time like this, yeah? And so we are now moving forward to walking in a path with God so that he can continue ministering to us. He can continue walking with us in our uh, in our spiritual life, in our Christian life, and we thank God for that. Last Sunday, uh, Pastor Jeff started uh, the topic of uh, pathways, and I'll be continuing with the same. Uh, mine will be a little different from what he said or what he was talking about, because last Sunday, if we can, if for those who are here. We could remember he was talking about uh, we need to be going upstream, yeah? And then we get some point that uh, challenges come, and then you find yourself following the world. Uh, what I'll be talking today is what happens in that turning point, and then you start going down. And uh, today we'll be talking about how to get ourselves back, how to avoid following the world. Praise God. Uh, my topic today is uh, straight, straight paths and crooked paths. When you're going upstream, you're on a straight path. You're following Jesus. There's a salvation you're seeing there. When you're starting going down, you're on a crooked way. You're in a crooked path that is full of uh, these worlds, pleasures, and every other thing that comes around with it. So today my topic with straight will be straight and uh, crooked paths. Uh, when I was uh, asked to do this, and then I was told select from these, and then I, I was happy to talk about these. Uh, I went on Google just looking what crooked means. Yeah, what does this crooked mean? Crooked sometimes it means something that is bent. Yeah? Something that uh, is out of shape. When you see something and then you're like, okay, these, the lights, they're straight. We can see. But now when you find like you have a fluorescent, 
and then half of it is dim and the other part is bright. Your eyes tend, or sometimes you go somewhere where the lights are blinking. Yeah? That's crooked. They're not straight. They're not how they were supposed to be. How God created us to be. They're not that way. These, when you come to people, these are like dishonest people. Deceitful, uh, deceitful and uh, dishonorable people. These are not straight people. Everything that these people do is against what God teaches or asks us to do. Uh, when, you talk, when you look at straight, these are continuing in one direction without bending. Yeah? These are straight line. Uh, the Bible gives us straight laws to follow. God tells us, do these as this is right. You go against that, you're a crooked person. Yeah? So, we need to be Christian who are straight, who are honorable, who follow God, and who follow the teachings of Christ. So, when we were going down the stream, following the crowd, following what the world was doing, God comes in and tells us, please change. We were told it was something that maybe someone did or had a preaching and it touched you. It touched the worldly thing in you, the worldly spirit in you. And you felt, no, that's not good for me. Let me start following the world. And then you turn back and you start going with how the world is. You start doing what is crooked. You start doing what is not straight. God tells you, please stop. Because why? We are not supposed to follow this path. We are not supposed to go down that path. So what does the Bible say on uh, Proverbs 2 verse 15? It's helps us or it tells us to uh, avoid whose ways are crooked. Yeah? Avoid that when you are going up, you're following Jesus and then you meet somewhere and then you start turning back. The Bible says avoid people whose ways are crooked and who are devious in their paths. Yeah? Who are devious in their paths. Who are cunning in their paths. We need to avoid such, uh, such people or such things that we do in this life. Uh, these crooked people, they have so many windings and turnings. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever met someone, you ask them a straight question, and then they start, uh, I don't want to say politicians, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say politicians. But these are kind of people that you're talking about, these devious kind of people. They ask them a straight question. And the answer you get is totally round and out of the question. Out of this, yeah? Uh, I don't know, I have never met uh, someone who was never a politician and then they 
became politicians. So I don't know if it is something that they have politician 001 in a university <laughs> that this is how you're supposed to do things. Uh, because I don't know, maybe when they were not politicians, maybe they were straight and then they were taught how not to be <laughs> straight. I don't know about that. So they have so many turnings just to escape the truth. Just to go around, uh, we say, around the bushes. Yeah? You don't want to go straight. Oh, how old are you? I'm so old. Uh, they have some sly excuses. Yeah? This, uh, but they, why can't you come on prayers on Thursday? Uh, you know, it was raining. And every day I, wait, I go to, to work at 7 in the morning, it's raining. <laughs> but just coming here when it's drizzling, I have excuses. Oh, but why can't you even help something in church? Uh, you know, by that time, I was, uh, you know, Sunday is my time to rest. So, these are, we want to, uh, to, from today onwards, we want God to help us to avoid such ways. We want to be straight people. We want to be honorable people in the church. So, they have crooked mazes. They secure themselves from the arrest of God's truth. Hallelujah. Yeah, so these crooked people, they just want anything out of the truth. Yeah. Uh, when, when I was in high school, we used to, uh, to find, I don't know if it was the age, we used to be in a boarding school. And uh, at night, when we're doing night preps, we go to classes at night. People are just quiet. And then back in... Uh, in Kenya, sometimes we have blackouts. So by the time generator picks up, when electricity goes and then the generator comes, a backup generator comes up, the school was just quiet when there was light. Within that one second, you'll just hear noises, things, throwing of things. You'll be like, when the lights come up, and then... You were there looking at how these, the class was seated. And then they, that few seconds, you'll find everyone, chairs, tables, <laughs> everywhere. Yeah? So we try. People try and get that only that time. You know, when I'm, uh, sometimes we were taught that you're not supposed to be a Christian from Saturday night only. Yeah? <laughs> On Saturday night, that's when you want to change. Oh, you know, tomorrow is Sunday. I need to behave. But after here, after church, you've said, may the grace, and then you go home, you switch to your old self. No, we're, not, we're supposed to be an all-rounded every single time. Yeah? We do good things even when no one is watching. Yeah? I hope... We are getting something. We are not supposed to be devious in our paths. So we have these people that they are so crooked that whatever you tell them not to do, that's exactly what they'll do. Even if 
they didn't want to start jumping. And then you just say, please, everyone sit down. Uh, we want now to concentrate. You've told me not to sit down. Yeah? So they try to look for things that will take them away from, from God. What are we told in Proverbs 4, verse uh, 14? Proverbs 4, uh, 14. It says, do not enter the path of the wicked. Yeah? And do not walk in the way of evil. Do not enter. When you're here, you're feeling like there's a preaching. Oh, I know I'm a crooked person, so this person came here to talk about me. Now I want to start going back down the stream. And then, no, the Bible says do not enter into that path. Do not think about going there. Why? Because if you do that, uh, if you go down uh, uh, 17, 16 and 17, it says, uh, for they do not sleep unless they have done evil. And their sleep is taken away unless they make someone fall. This kind of crooked people, they cannot sleep until they've made someone fall. Uh, unfortunately, we need to be prayerful because uh, the devil might have planted the seeds because we've, uh, there was a time Jesus was talking about seeds, that there's good seeds, and then sometimes you've cleared everything. But now when it starts growing, it's not just to eat what you planted. There are other things. The devil knows that, and sometimes he plants those seeds in the churches, that these are just people who are there to trip others. They are, they're not, you know, you're seeing like, yeah, I have a brother, we're going upstream. You feel like, yeah, this person is holding me. But that person has just been planted there to be going upstream so that he can just be pushing you. He can be pushing people in church. We need to pray that the Holy Spirit enables us to discern this kind of people. People who are just here to make us go down. Who cannot sleep unless they've taken someone down. In this pathway that we're talking today, we need to be like looking at our paths. We need to be considering, knowing, supporting each other. If you see one person is starting to change direction and starting going into the path of the wicked or into the path of crookedness, we need to be there for each other. Support them. Tell them this just for now. We need to change and move forward. Yeah, so we need to do this. 17, he says, they eat, for they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. Yeah? How you prepare your bread at home. These crooked and wicked people. That's what they eat. They eat from violence. You know, when we were young, and then we used to go out as boys, uh, we could just start fighting for no reason. You know, and then uh, what we used to do is uh, you could draw a line, you know, line on the ground, and then I'm standing here, and then my opponent is here, and then there's someone 
comes in with a leaf, you know. They pick it and say, if Jeff, you can, if you can hit my hand, then you are the winner. Yeah, you are now the king of this. Yeah, or if you hit it, you are to punch Isaac in the face. Yeah? So, and then, you know, we're there. I'm from a, my, my father is a pastor, so we're just out playing. And then when something like that happens, he says, I just remember my dad was talking about if someone slaps you on this side, turn the other side. And then, but this was not just a slap, it was a punch, you know. When you come home, you have a black eye and we give excuses. Oh, but they fell. Yeah, I fell. And how, how is it that when you fell down, it only caught your eye? Yeah, so we need not to enter into this path. For these people, they drink of that wine. When you are finding that, when you find yourself in a path of wicked people, what do you do? You need to leave immediately. If you just notice, by the way, even though I'm going upstream, but the company that I'm keeping are not for the same, same journey. We are not, we don't have the same, same goal. What do we do? You need to stop immediately. You need to take not a step more. Do not go. Let them go. Get away, even though it is hard sometimes. Because what happens if you continue uh, making that step? You continue going forward and forward. That road leads to destruction. By the time you realize that I was walking among uh, wicked people, I was walking with crooked people, you're also one of them. So when you think the Holy Spirit comes and then touches your heart and tells you, my friend, you're not in a good path. You need to turn around. You need to turn around and start following in the other route. We need to stop, consider what God has told us, and we move. Hallelujah. So the way of the wicked may seem pleasant and sociable. Yeah? Yeah, because every time my dad just tells me to stay at home, but my friends are out there enjoying themselves. Oh, why is it that I'm told I'm not supposed to go out in a nightclub? I think people enjoy themselves. Oh, those people are so sociable. Yeah? But that is not true. They're just doing that to entice you. They do that to entice you to follow in, and then by the time you're in, it's you finished. The result of this is eternal fire in hell. So we need to change. Even though the world may seem to be like going, how you as a human being might be feeling that this world is going, yeah, they, the people are enjoying themselves. Do not go into that path. Leave that path as soon as you realize it is not for you. When we got saved, when Jesus touched us, he covered us with his salvation, with his, his coat of righteousness. Do not let unrighteous people come and start tainting what God gave you.
Hallelujah. This time we are having things in our world that we want to think like, yeah, that's the correct way to live. That is, yeah, it is uh, 21st century. We need to be going against what the Bible says. The Bible is an old text. So we need to update the Bible. I was uh, listening some time to some, some people talking about their church reformists. They were thinking about changing. They're talking about changing even the Lord's Prayer. Yeah. That we need to change. Yeah, God, why is God a male? He needs to be our parent who is heaven, not our father who is in heaven. How is this happening? And it is, that is when I, st- I was saying about something. The devil plants his own seeds amongst us. So that they'll come back and say, and they'll quote everything in the Bible. If you find people who are against the Bible, they'll quote so many verses in the Bible that even you as a Christian have not memorized that much. Yeah? But people who are against God's teaching, they've mastered, they've crammed, they've done everything. Uh, There's a photo I wanted us to look. Two photos. Uh, I don't know if we can tell me what these are. Uh, There are two photos. Uh, That? What's that? That's a? There's a lion. Mm -hmm. And what about the next one? What's the difference between the two? And what, what is it that we can now differentiate that this is a female lion and the other one is a male lion, but you can't tell me that I'm a male? Yeah? If we can see an animal like this and then you'll be like, yeah, that's a female lion. That's a lioness. Hallelujah. That's what the world is doing to us. That's what the world is doing. It is manipulating and telling us, no, that's not true. Uh, you need to ask that what it identifies as. <laughs> you know? uh, when, when you're in the jungle, you need to stop and then go and have a chat and ask, by the way, my friend, what do you identify as? Because if you take a photo of that and then come and say, oh, by the way, I took a photo of a lioness and then it sues you. (laughs) How will you get out of uh, court? (laughs) The way of the wicked might seem sociable. You don't have to hurt my feelings. That's what the world says. If you talk the truth, you're hurting my feelings. If you tell me lies, I'm friends with you. Yeah. Because uh, people are, even that, when you come to rest, someone come and can't come and tell me, oh, by the way, are you black? No. They, they're like, they are fearing not to offend me because what their eyes is seeing, the mind can't. 
contemplate. So we need sometimes, and that is it. Uh, we were told sometimes that one is a very hard debate nowadays in this world. Yeah, because we were told that uh, everyone has a right, but there are other rights which are more right than others. So as Christians, what are we supposed to do? Proverbs 4, 26 to 27. I saw, I'm sorry if I've offended and I've hurt. Yeah. Maybe you identify the other lion as lioness. I don't know. So for it says, ponder the path of your feet and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Remove your feet from evil. You are here. Do not pray. The Bible doesn't say you need to pray. No. What happens when you are there? You need to remove your feet. Don't just sit there and say, uh, God will come and touch me. No. The Holy Spirit will come and do a power in my life. No. You need to remove yourself. Remove yourself from that. Remove yourself. Take away yourself very far from that. Because if you stay there, you'll be tamed. You need to think carefully before you do it. So what do you do? You need to sometimes, uh, you need to, if you are faced with the situation, you need to have a, like a weighing scale. Put what you're thinking about here and what God's word says on the other side. And then just think which one overweighs the other. Is it, the go is it God's teaching? Is it what I've been taught? Is it what is morally right? What am I supposed to follow? Is it my own thinking or my own world thinking? Or should I follow what is Christian, what is good? Be steady and let God establish your way. Do not be uh, double-minded. The Bible says do not be lukewarm. It's either you decide you are hot or you are cold. You're not in between there. You're either for Christ or for the devil. You're not like on Sunday I'm here and then I'm jumping here. You need to ponder yourself. You need to balance and be steadfast. Have strong beliefs. Steadfast. Do not allow things that are going around the world to change you. If your belief is this, stick to it. As a Christian, that is not acceptable. Stick to it if you're a Christian. If you're not, but you just come to church, stick to whatever you feel is right. But the only thing that you need to do is to be steadfast. Stand with your feelings. Stand with what you believe. Because the devil just waits for us to start feeling shaky, shaky. And then he'll use that opportunity to come and pull us down. Uh, 
this is uh, like an example. We have uh, had a personnel, military personnel uh, from the army serving in Afghanistan and other places uh, where you find like the local communities or the people they were against, uh, they were fighting against, they were setting up landmines, yeah? As Christians, we need to picture ourselves like that. We are in a world that everywhere there's a landmine. And Jesus is our mind clearance. So what do we need to do to follow the path that he has made a step? So follow Christ. As he's going, as he's telling you, oh, we've cleared here. Follow this path. These are the commandments that you need to follow. Follow that. Because what happens? Do not move to the left or to the right. Because what happens if you move to the left or the right? Might be standing on a landmine. But what does the world do? You know, uh, we have those communities. We've seen uh, series or events from those places. The locals, they just walk normally. Yeah? Where you find the military with uh, these detectors, mine detectors, a locals just drives. Why? Because this local has known the points in which these line mines are. They know how to know where there is a landmine and where to avoid. So you don't see, you just don't see a local driving past and then you follow them. Because they know where they are going. As Christians, we need to follow our Jesus who is our example. Follow that. Don't look to the left and see, oh, but there are kids playing there. I can also go there and play. Oh, there are these things which is happening here. I can just do it. Because the moment you go to the left or to the right, that's the end of you. By the time the grace of God comes for you, you're either amputated, totally dead, or something. Let's follow Jesus. Let's follow what uh, he has for us. Let's go to uh, Proverbs uh, 1, 10 to 19. This is a long one. Yeah? It says, My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. If they say, come with us, let us lie in way to shed blood. Let us lack secretly, for there is innocent without cause. Let us swallow them alive like shell and whole, like those who go down the pit. We shall find all kind of precious possessions. We shall fill our houses with spoil. Cast in your lot amongst us. Let us all let us all have one pass. My son, do not walk in the way with them. Keep your foot from their path. From their feet, for their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed blood. Surely, in vain, the net is spread in the sight of any bird. Uh, but they lie in. But they lay. They lie in wait for their own blood. They lack secretly for their own lives. So are the ways of everyone who is greatly for gain. It takes away the life 
of its owners. Here the Bible talks and tells us, like my son, this is someone talking to you as a kid, as my son, you need to listen. Do not follow what sinners do. What do they do? They entice you. And they'll entice you with sweet words. They'll entice you with everything, with the worldly prophets. They'll tell you, we'll go and we'll fill our houses with possessions that we've gained. And they'll be using blood for that. Uh, sinners are like uh, sinners, they like company. And that's why they will use flattery and fair speech so that they can share the guilt and blackmail you when you want to get out. Yeah? So when we are young, we used to do this sometimes. When your mom, you know, we were raised according to Proverbs 23.13. Uh, you'll find time and read that in which she says that do not spare the rod. Does. <laughs> yeah, and because my dad was a pastor, he used, before he could, K knew he will tell you to read that. <laughs> yeah, so, when we were young, maybe your mom has told you to do something. Has told, we, we, we are eight siblings. Uh, and mom will tell you, do not touch. I've prepared food. Don't eat until I come. So what do we do? We just go and scoop a little. <laughs> and because you know, this sister will be the first one to tell mom. What do you do? You go and tell her, can you test and see if <laughs> it has some? All right? So you'll just scoop. You have a bowl. You have a bowl full of food. And then you go and let them test only a spoon. A spoonful. Oh, can you test? Is it okay? Yeah. Is it okay? And then when you are sure everyone has eaten, <laughs> the remainder of the boil is yours. So when the executioner comes, <laughs> we are all for it. Because she'll ask who ate. It is not who gave you. Who ate? And it is everyone. That's what sinners do. They'll just, the Bible says, even if they entice you, do not follow. Run away. Do not allow that to be there. Because when it comes, you will be for it. They are so devious, these uh, sinners. The tactics. Because if you, re if you see that, uh, the first one that they told this son, when the dad was advising this son, he says, uh, when the sinners tell you, just come with us. You know what they do? They just tell you, come, keep us company. You will not do anything. You just be, be there. Come with us. You just, when we'll be doing it, you'll just, you just relax, you just sit. But we just need you to be there with us. And then when you just keep them company, yeah? on the first day, on the second day, you're just there doing nothing. On the third day or the fourth day when they're going to do these evil things, they'll tell you, okay, 
why can't we just save? Let's put everything into one pass. And then we'll share it equally. Yeah? The other time you're just there, keeping them company. Now, you have, yeah, let's live together. You know, we are brothers, you know. We are brothers in crime. Let's do everything. I'll die for you. You'll die for me. Now we are, we are all together in these. That's what sinners do. They'll take you. By the time you realize other people are calling you sinners. Avoid that trap. Because the result of this kind of life is death. And their own destruction. Because even the, uh, the writer of uh, Proverbs, he says, like a bird, it will just see a hunter setting up how to capture it. The, setting up all the nets. And then in the middle, they'll just put some enticement. And this bird, after watching and watching and watching you for hours of you setting that up, it will start flying towards that. That's how sinners are. They are just, they're seeing traps made for them. But they'll still keep on walking towards the trap, towards the trap, until it is their own blood. So let us avoid that. Because why do we have to avoid that? Because in Isaiah 58, Isaiah 58, uh, 59 verse 8, it says, These people, the way, the way of peace, they have not known. And there is no justice in their ways. They have made themselves crooked paths. And whoever takes that shall not know peace. You will never know peace if you follow a crooked path. You need to have a straight path. Follow Jesus and the teachings of God. Do not look to the left or to the right. Because if you do so, there's only one solution. Distraction. Uh, there's a time that we were told stories. Uh, sorry, these, I'm just finishing up. There's a time that we were told stories uh, on how to be on a straight person. Uh, that there were people who were fleeing an island which had volcano or volcanic eruptions. So between them, between that island and the other island, there was a gap. And everyone was told, you need to carry your own log because when you go there, you just place it down, run across to be saved. But as these people are starting to go on this journey, someone feels, oh, but... My log looks so long. They go and try, you know, shortcuts. They cut some pieces. Oh, but hey, this at least somehow light for me. I can carry. As they were going by, and then they were like, oh, but this is still heavy. Keeps on cutting. By the time they get, okay, now you have to go on the one that you've carried. You can't use the other persons. You have to use yours. The log that you are given cannot take you across. Jesus said, we need to carry our own crosses. But what do we sometimes as human beings, as Christians, what do we do? You go somewhere, there is a little bit of hatred. Oh, by the way, I hate this person. You're cutting your own log. Oh, let me, I'll just hate only one person. Only one person. I'll not forget him, uh, forgive him. Only one person. 
You go on, there's some businesses, some business deals, they are not, they're not straight, they are dishonest. Oh, this is just once. This is just, I'll pray for forgiveness. You cut your timber. You cut your cross. There is another thing that we come against. Oh, people are talking ill about this person. You're there. You're not running away from evil. You're there. Your feet are so quick to run to destruction. You're cutting your own cross. By the time the Son of God will come and tell you, all right, Lay down your cross. You will have nothing to show God. And what will happen? The destruction that you are running away from for 10, 20, 40, one year that you've been a Christian, it will be for nothing. Because when you stand before God and before Jesus, you won't have anything to show. Because you'll have sin, just little bit sins, that we think, no, this is just a little bit. But those ones, they'll weigh you down. You'll not see salvation. The last book that I want to read is Acts. The book of Acts 2.40. This is my parting shot. It says, And with many words he testified and exhorted them, saying, Be saved from this perverse generation. My brothers, my sisters, let us be saved from this perverse generation. Let us be saved from this. And the other version says from these crooked generations. Let us be saved. Let us face the cross. Let us face our Savior and ask for forgiveness. If you've never asked for forgiveness, and this is your first day that you've come to church, or this is the first time that you've heard the word salvation comes from Jesus Christ, or if you've been a Christian forever, for whatever long that you've been saved, the Bible says, be saved from this crooked generation. Let us not follow suit. Let us not support because everyone is doing it. Stand firm. Don't look to the left or to the right. And God bless you.